Surrendering is really about coming to learn that the entire meaning of life is about working on the relationship you have with yourself. It's about working on the experience that you're having within yourself. And it's about coming back into the seat of awareness, into the seat of the self time and time again so that you do not need to keep finding happiness or joy or fulfillment outside of yourself, but rather you're able to find it within yourself. And welcome back to the Advice My Friends Ignored podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Brothers, and today I want to talk to you about letting go of the self, not finding yourself letting go of the self. You might hear a lot of people throughout life saying that they're trying to find themselves or you've probably watched movies or TV shows where they're advocating, go find yourself, go travel the world, go go find yourself out there. And what I'm going to teach you and talk to you about in this episode is that Life is not about finding the self. Life is actually about letting go of the self. It is the exact opposite. Life is about letting go of that voice inside of your head that is telling you that you need things to be different than they are in order for you to feel good. It's about letting go of that voice that is telling you that you need to go find yourself or that you need to go find things outside of yourself in order to feel fulfilled. There is no finding yourself. You who is looking for yourself is who you should be paying attention to. And by the end of this episode, you're going to have a much more clear understanding as to what that means. So with that being said, let's dive on into this episode and start learning and growing together. But before we do, please be sure to like, rate, share, or subscribe to this podcast so we can continue growing this amazing community. And as always, please don't forget to tag me on social media if you're listening, just so I can show you some love and appreciation because this podcast wouldn't be what it is without all of you listening each week. So I appreciate you. But let's dive on in and start learning and growing together as always. So as I mentioned, life is not about finding the self. Life is about letting go of the self. And what I want to talk about first is who you are. If I asked you at point blank, who are you? You might give me some response along the lines of like, my name is Jack. I'm 27 years old. I live in New York City. I work at a law firm. I'm 6'1". I have brown hair, blue eyes, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You get the gist. You're going to give me a lot of details about who you think you are, right? But everything that you just shared with me isn't who you actually are. Those are all just experiences. Your name being Jack is an experience. It's not a permanent thing. It's not who you are. Who you are is not dependent or attached to the name because if you decided to change your name to Tom, you would still be you. Furthermore, where you live has nothing to do with who you are. That's an experience that you're going through. And where you work, working at a law firm, that's an experience. That's not who you are. That's a title, right? It's like being a wife or a sister or a husband or a daughter. Those are experiences. Those are titles. They aren't who you are. And on top of that, if you tell me you're 6'1 and you have brown eyes and blue hair, that's not who you are. Because your body is always changing, right? Like your body has changed from birth until who you are now and it's going to continue to change up until the point of your death. So who you are can't be dependent on your body. Who you are is who's looking at your body. You ever look in the mirror and look at your body or look at yourself? Who's looking? You. You are looking. And so when it comes to understanding who you are, 
I'm not talking about how you feel or what you see. I'm talking about you who feels and you who sees. You are the one that is seeing. You are the one that is hearing. You are the one that is experiencing things. You yourself are consciousness. And I'm not trying to get all spiritual on you, but in truth, you are a spiritual being who has come to this earth to have a human experience. And you have come to this earth as a point of awareness. You are consciousness at the end of the day. That is what you are. But you have chosen this body to be your vehicle to like get around and to experience the human nature of things while you're on this planet earth but you are not your body you are not the experiences you have you are not the thoughts that you have you are not the emotions that you have you are the awareness you are the one that is seeing things you are the one that is hearing things you are the one that is experiencing things but none of the things that you experience are you you're just the one that is experiencing them and to further explain i've talked about this in previous podcast episodes as well as a lot of times when people are experiencing an emotion they say i'm so anxious i'm so scared i'm so sad and my rebuttal all the time to when people say that, I'm like, no, you're just experiencing that. You yourself are not anxiety. You yourself are not depression. You yourself are not fear. Those are emotions that you, the consciousness that you are, are aware of that you are experiencing. You can tell me till you're blue in the face, I'm anxious, I'm anxious, I'm anxious. And my response will be, how do you know? How do you know? How do you know that you're anxious? And we can keep having these conversations and ultimately you will reach a point being like, I'm in here. Like, I'm in here. <laughs> I know that I'm anxious because I'm the one experiencing it. And that is true spirituality. True spirituality is having the recognition that you are in here. You're in this body. You're in that body of yours. And you are the one that is in fact aware of everything that's going on in your reality. But who you are is not dependent on anything outside of yourself, nor is it dependent on your thoughts or emotions, because those are things that you are just experiencing. Those are things that you as the consciousness that you are, are seeing or feeling or hearing or whatever it may be. And another way I like to explain this is through dreams. Do you dream? My guess is most likely you do. We all dream. You know, sometimes there's nights where we don't dream. But do you dream? And if so, how do you know? How do you know that you dream? And it's because you were there. You were there witnessing the dreams that you were having at night. And maybe there's some mornings you wake up and you say to your partner, or, you know, to yourself, like, oh, I didn't dream at all last night. How do you know? You know because you were aware of nothing happening in your subconscious, unconscious mind overnight. But you were there. You were the one experiencing nothing in your consciousness. You were conscious of nothing. The thing is here, though, you are always conscious. It's like people who go into comas. They may be not fully awake or conscious, but they're always aware because a lot of times they wake up from their coma and they're like, yeah, I heard you talking about this, 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 and this. And they can recall a lot of the experience. And it's because you are always in there. You've always been in there. But the problem is, is it becomes so uncomfortable and unpleasant to be in here that we end up looking outside of ourselves for that sense of self or to make ourselves feel better. We end up projecting our sense of self onto things that are 
not the self, like our body, or a house, or a relationship, or a car, or money, or a job, or kids, or whatever it may be. We end up projecting the self out onto external things, hoping that those external things are going to make ourselves feel better. But those things are never going to make us feel happy because when we're finding happiness or joy or contentment or fulfillment or worth or whatever it may be externally, it's not going to last because we are simply projecting a piece of the self out onto that external source. And yeah, it might at first bring you a sense of joy or gratitude or peace, like buying your first house or getting married or having your first kid or going to an incredible concert or, you know, doing drugs or alcohol. Like a lot of these things in life can bring you a sense of fulfillment, but it's fleeting and it's not sustainable because it's not coming from your internal world. It's coming from outside of yourself. And so the entire concept of learning to let go and learning to surrender is learning to let go of needing anything outside of yourself and instead learn to find everything within yourself. And so surrendering is really about just coming to learn that life is about working on the relationship you have with yourself. It's about working on the experience that you're having within yourself and learning to come back into the seat of the self, into the seat of awareness where you do not need anything outside of yourself in order to feel fulfillment. And instead you are able to find everything you need internally. Surrendering is really about coming to learn that the entire meaning of life is about working on the relationship you have with yourself. It's about working on the experience that you're having within yourself. And it's about coming back into the seat of awareness, into the seat of the self time and time again, so that you do not need to keep finding happiness or joy or fulfillment outside of yourself, but rather you're able to find it within yourself. But because we have all of these experiences from birth until death, some experiences that are comfortable, joyful, pleasant, scary, or whatever it may be, we end up suppressing a lot of these experiences. One, because we're never taught how to actually move through our emotions in healthy, productive, sustainable ways. And two, because sometimes the feeling of one experience is so awesome that we just want to experience it for as long as we can. So we cling on to it. Or on the contrary, we have an experience that is so uncomfortable and unpleasant and painful and just awful that we avoid it. And this is what the Buddhists refer to as cling to or resist an experience. So we have experiences in life that we either cling to or push away. Either way, we are using our free will to shove this experience away, whether or not we're clinging to it or literally pushing the experience away. We are still using our free will to shove that experience somewhere. If you're taking an experience that you have in life that is so uncomfortable, so painful, and just so unbearable on every level, and you're trying to push it away because you don't want to deal with it, where do you think you're pushing it to? Where do you think you're shoving this experience to? You're shoving it within yourself. You are literally suppressing it or even sometimes we repress it because it's too painful. And this is the same for good experiences too. And this is what the Buddhists call as clinging to an experience. Sometimes an experience is so great that we hold on to it and we want it to last forever or we just love how it makes us feel so we cling on to it. So we are grabbing onto this experience and again, we're shoving it within ourselves. And this entire concept of resisting and clinging is what makes up who you are. 
This is what makes up your psyche. This is what makes up 95% of your subconscious mind that is telling you how to operate on a day-to-day basis because you have decided that this experience is good and this experience is bad. I want this experience. I don't want that experience. And that becomes the entire premise of your entire fucking reality. That becomes the entire way that you operate. You end up going throughout life saying, I like this experience. I don't like that. So I'm going to try to find more experiences like this and I'm going to avoid other experiences like that. And this is a full-time job. This is exhausting because ultimately we are chasing certain experiences because we want to feel a specific way or we are avoiding certain experiences because we don't want to feel a specific way. And this is not living. This is trying to control life. This is trying to manipulate life. This is trying to dictate how life unfolds. And when we are constantly going throughout life, trying to dictate how things unfold, it becomes really uncomfortable inside. It becomes really unpleasant to be in this body, in the seat of awareness, because nothing is fulfilling. Nothing feels good. Everything can be triggering because there's going to be so many experiences on a day-to-day basis that don't match up to whatever you've conjured up in your mind that is telling you how life should be in order for you to feel good. And because it becomes so uncomfortable in here, we end up feeling like we need to go find ourselves. We need to go find joy outside of ourselves so we can feel good inside, even if it's just for a fleeting moment. This is literally why people do drugs, because it's so uncomfortable here that they'll do anything to feel better. And I realized this when I stopped drinking myself. I stopped drinking for four or five months of all of last summer of 2022 and it was very eye-opening. I realized my entire intention behind drinking was to make myself feel better. People drink and do drugs because it's going to turn down the volume on that voice inside of your head. And when you can turn down the volume or slur down the words of it, you can't really hear it. And it's not as distracting. And so you feel a little bit better. You feel better when you drink alcohol, right? You feel better when you do drugs, right? Yeah. A lot of people say that they feel better when they drink or when they smoke or when they do drugs. Yeah, you feel better because you turn down that volume on that incessant voice inside of your head that is telling you that things need to be a specific way in order for you to feel good. But now that you've slurred down the speech of that voice inside your head because you're intoxicated, you feel a little bit better. You feel a little bit more maybe in the moment. You feel a little more loose. You feel a little more free. (laughs) But again, that's not sustainable, right? In order for you to experience feeling good and have it be sustainable, you've got to let go of that voice. You've got to let go of that voice that's inside of your head that's telling you that things need to be a specific way in order for you to feel okay. And so again, this comes back to working on the relationship you have with yourself and working on the experience that you are having within yourself. The problem is not the external world around you. I'm telling you right now, the problem is not outside of you. The problem is inside of you. The reason that you have so much trouble with life is because your perception of life is warped based off the experiences you've had in your life that have created your psyche. And your psyche is the personal self. It's this personal self that you have created based off the experiences and the thoughts and emotions that you've had for your entire life. But the personal self is not who you are. The personal self is just a collection 
of all the experiences and thoughts and emotions that you've stored up until this point in your life. But your true self is the one that has been witnessing all of these thoughts, all of these emotions, and all of these experiences, and has remained rooted in the seat of awareness the entire time. And so the entire journey of life is learning to get centered back into the seat of awareness, learning to get centered back into the seat of the self. And then the question behold, what is it that you're aware of? What is your awareness aware of? What is it that you're experiencing that is making you feel good, bad, nice, ugly, comfortable, or uncomfortable? What is it that your consciousness is so focused on that is making you so uncomfortable inside and making you feel like you need to go find happiness outside of yourself? And I'm going to tell you right now that there are three things that impact what is coming in to your own awareness. The first one is the world that's coming in. It's what you experience from the outside world that is coming in through your senses, from what you see and feel and taste and touch and etc. The second thing is the thoughts that are being created from the experiences that you have from the outside world. And the third thing are the emotions that are coming up because of the thoughts that you're feeling. Or maybe it's vice versa. Maybe you have an emotion that comes up that triggers a thought and, you know, vice versa. These three things, the world that's coming in, the thoughts that are being created, and the emotions that are coming up are the three external factors that are always impacting what is coming into your awareness. And so the entire idea of letting go and surrendering is about letting go of the self. It's about letting go of those three external sources that are coming into your awareness so that you can remain seated in the self. Thoughts are always going to keep changing. Emotions are always going to keep changing. Life is always going to keep changing. But you, the awareness, the awareness that's in there is always constant. And when you can find your way back to the seat of the self and find your way back to that ever-present witness that you are, then that is when you're going to experience true peace. That is when you're going to experience true happiness and true joy and true contentment because you're not going to be identifying with every single experience, thought, and emotion that you have, nor are you going to be chasing certain experiences in life or avoiding certain experiences in life. You are simply going to be. You are simply going to be conscious that you are conscious, and that is true spirituality. That is truly the art of surrendering and letting go. It's this idea of letting go of who you think you are and what you need in life in order to be happy and instead letting go of that. Because if you can let go of how the world is impacting you and how thoughts are impacting you and how emotions are impacting you, then you're going to be able to reconnect with your true self because you're not going to be attaching any part of your awareness to these external sources. You will instead recognize them for what they are as experiences a thought is an experience. An emotion is an experience. <laughs> These are all parts of life and they're always changing. But when you can return back into the seat of the self and remain so deeply rooted in being the observer, being this ever constant witness that you are, that is always aware of things that are happening all around you and within you as well, then that is when you're going to experience true surrender and true peace and true joy. When you can understand that you are consciousness, you are pure consciousness who is manifested as a human being on this earth to have a human experience. When you can understand that and then furthermore understand that you are this ever-present witness who is constantly witnessing the experiences you have, the emotions that are coming up, and the thoughts that are being created. When you can understand these things, it puts you back in the driver's seat. 
puts you back in the driver's seat to take control of your own life and also to stop seeking fulfillment and joy and happiness and contentment outside of yourself. You're then able to recognize that it's not the external world that's the problem. It's your internal world. Your internal world is what's creating problems in your external world because you are projecting the personal self out onto the external world. And the external world has nothing to do with you. The external world has nothing to fucking do with you. The world has been around for 13.8 billion years and it's going to continue to unfold in crazy, chaotic, unpredictable ways until the end of time. So it's not about you. The external world is not about you, but because of the experiences we have in life that we cling to or resist that make up our psyche, we end up projecting the personal self out on to the experiences we have from the external world. And we end up trying to change them or resist them or avoid them or chase them or whatever it may be. And because we are constantly projecting the self out onto the experiences we have in life, this leaves us to feel unfulfilled most of the time. And this leaves us to feel not so okay inside because it's not okay inside. We have so much internal garbage that's suppressed within us that is constantly being projected out onto the world in front of us that of course we're not happy. Of course we're not fulfilled because it's a fucking disaster inside. It's an internal dumpster fire that's happening because of all of the things we've collected throughout the course of our life that we've held onto that has now made up who we think we are. And because of this false sense of self, which, you know, I guess you could call the ego as well, is we end up thinking happiness lies outside of ourselves. We think that marriage kids, a vacation, alcohol, a new job, a new relationship, new clothes, more money, drugs, sex, or whatever it may be are going to make us feel better. And damn right, they do. They do. <laughs> they do make us feel better for a short while. You know, getting married, of course that feels really good. Having, holding your first child for the first time feels really good. Buying your first house feels really good. Going on a vacation feels really good. All of these things do bring about happiness. It's just not lasting because you are only seeking these things because you're not okay inside. You are seeking these things out because you think it's going to make you feel better. You are seeking these things out because your personal self has decided how life needs to be in order for you to feel okay. And so your mind conjures up these realities of where you need to get married, you need to have kids, you need to have a house, you need to have a new job, you need to go on a vacation, you need to break up with your partner, you need to move to a new city or whatever it may be in order to feel happy. And what do you do? You do all those things. You go through the motions and you do all of these things and next thing you know, you might have a midlife crisis because you wake up and you've done all the things that you thought were going to make you happy and you're still not happy. <laughs> and this is like, this is like a really real thing. And it's not to say that some people aren't genuinely fulfilled in life. Of course, there are people that are just genuinely so happy and love the decisions they've made in life. But you've got to be able to wake up at one point and just realize that all you've ever done your entire life is try to feel okay. You've tried to feel okay inside because you have so much internal garbage that's within you that is impacting your day-to-day -day life. It's warping your perception of life and it's preventing you from being connected with your true self and your true feelings of joy and happiness and contentment and peace. 
And so back to the entire idea is that life is not about finding yourself. It's about letting go of yourself. It's about letting go of that part of you that is telling you that life needs to unfold in a specific way in order for you to feel okay. It's about letting go of how the world is affecting you, how your thoughts are affecting you, and how your emotions are affecting you. It's about letting go of everything you think that you are and everything you think that you want and everything that you think that you need in order to connect with who you really are and what you really want and what you really need. And when you can do that, that is going to blow open the doors for an expanded consciousness. And you're going to actually experience the fullness of life because you're going to detach yourself from the personal self, the personal self that's been created from all of your past garbage that you've stored onto from birth until now. And you're going to detach yourself from identifying with every single experience, thought, and emotion that you have. And when you detach yourself from all of these things and these external sources that are coming from outside, of you, it leaves you to experience the objective truth that is unfolding in front of you. It leaves you to experience the objective moment that is happening in front of you. And when you are able to objectively observe something without projecting the personal self onto it, that is true expansion. That is truly letting go. That is truly surrendering to what is. Because you are just surrendering to the moment for what it is, embracing it for what it is, without letting the external worlds your thoughts or emotions be projected out onto the moment and you're able to just experience the moment for what it is and have an immense sense of gratitude and joy and appreciation for the moment, recognizing that this moment that's unfolding in front of you took 13.8 billion years for it to appear in front of you and you're able to just say, thank you. But that doesn't typically happen, right? We always want the moment to be different than it is because of our past experiences that have created preferences within the psyche, which then creates the personal self, which then gets projected out onto every single fucking thing that we experience in life. But I know you've had moments in your life that have left you feeling so good. Like, you ever had a moment where you just felt completely blown away? Like you saw a stunning sunset or you held your child for the first time or whatever it may be and you felt that the moment that you experienced blew you away. It blew your mind and it might have felt like a spiritual experience. That's because it was a spiritual experience. Those moments where your mind is blown to the point where it has no fucking thing to say and it's completely speechless, that is a spiritual experience. The mind got quiet inside. It got quiet inside. And you were able to actually experience the moment that was unfolding in front of you exactly as it is without the chatter of your mind or the experience of emotions or the distraction of the external world. You were aware of the moment that was unfolding in front of you without the mind or emotions or any external stimuli interfering. You experienced true spirituality and true awareness because you were truly present. You were truly present in the point where you had no thoughts. And I'm sure the moment that your mind started chattering again after that moment, the moment changed, right? Like the experience changed. But I can guarantee you've had so many moments in your life where you've had that spiritual experience where you were so blown away that you just had no words. And that's what your entire fucking life can be if you can learn to detach yourself from the personal self and instead become rooted in the self. 
And so in upcoming episodes, I'll dive into this way more in detail. It's not really something you can talk about in just one episode because there's so much to cover, but but hopefully you have a good understanding as to what we're going to learn about in this little series in future episodes and just have a greater understanding as to who you are and kind of what the meaning of life is. Because in order to dive into the three external sources that impact what's coming into our awareness, which are thoughts, emotions, and the external world, we have to understand who we are first. And so I hope this episode did like a decent job at breaking it down as to who you are. And if you do have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out or, you know, let me know and I can make a whole nother episode about it just because, again, (laughs) this is a complex topic that most of us are never taught about. So it's really hard to explain it in an appropriate amount of time, but I tried my best. (laughs) I like to keep the attention rate going, so I don't like to talk and talk forever, but I kind of do that anyways because I'm a rambler. (laughs) But anyways, I hope this episode gave you a little more clarity as to what the art of letting go and surrendering is, and I hope it's inspired you to maybe just keep prioritizing and working on the relationship you have with yourself because as I always say, the most important fucking relationship you have in this lifetime is the relationship you have with yourself. And this entire episode is confirmation of that and we're going to get into this in a lot more detail in upcoming episodes this was just the icebreaker to kind of warm you up and get you prepared for the things we're going to talk about in future episodes because it's going to get a lot more detailed and it's really going to help you evolve in this journey of life in the ways that you're meant to so i'm gonna end it there for today if you liked this episode please be sure to like rate share or subscribe and if you have any questions please be sure to reach out i'm an open book and i'm on this earth to help all of us heal and grow and evolve into the beings we're meant to so please do not ever hesitate to reach out but as always please be sure to do something for yourself today that prioritizes your well-being you know i listening to this podcast can definitely count if you want it to but i also think you deserve to do something a little extra for yourself so make it a priority to do something that's going to prioritize your internal well-being today you know do something that's going to make you feel good internally on a mind body and soul level (laughs) so anyways i'll leave you there thank you again for tuning in i appreciate you all so much and i will see you guys in the next episode